Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Ma? Hey, baby. How are you? I'm doing better. Me too. I'm enjoying the weather. It's terrible and dreary and rainy, per usual. Every time we record, it's raining. But we got a good show for you. We do. It's relax time. Get ready. Let's get it. idea was brought to you by one of my favorite podcasts the black guy who chips but what's in your heart mama yes don't let your in-laws run your business what you mean by that well sometimes they'll come to your house and turn their nose up and you forgot when you used to go to their house maybe their house won't all that don't let your in-laws try to tell you What's right and wrong? If it's something you do disagree on, sometimes it's best not to even say nothing. If you don't want to go to a charade or a party or something they having, you got to go. But still be in contact and show love. Mm-hmm. And this is my next one. This is a good one for me. Don't let your church members run you away from the church, auntie. Sometimes you get on these committees and you got these people who've been on these committees for 400 years. You come with bright ideas. Some people don't want to collaborate. Some people don't want to listen, and they run you away. But just take heed and hold your stand, because this shall true, shall pass. All right, that's self-explanatory. Um, I just have been thinking. I was listening to some podcast um, about Elaine Locke and the... Um, renaissance era and you know they were talking about how part of racism is intimidation and I was just thinking you know that goes for a lot of isms and phobias like homophobia all of the isms ageisms and you know people who are ableists and 
it's rooted in a lot of fear, ignorance, and the other part is intimidation, which is what the privileged are um, allowed to ignore that part of intimidation and how systems in our society has been built around the intimidation factor the same way you know we've given birth to mass incarceration is because we you know try to intimidate people with um, different sentences like the war on drugs you know longer sentence for carrying a certain amount of a drug in on your person you know intimidation to not go to jail because it's so bad and we do like a lot of our policing and policies are built out of intimidation and I'm just wondering what our society could look like if we were to shift into a culture a mindset and just you know a large-scale movement of building policies guidelines and things out of not just love but out of learning lessons and not so much as intimidation that's a nice word to say because you know when you look up that word in tim you know it means a lot you know people think they can just pound you down and say things to you just be cowardly and don't take offense and you just back stay backwards in it and don't never evolve into what something could be passed on to the next generation right intimidation is not a good place to start with rules and how to teach somebody boundaries. Right. Um, but yeah, we get ahead of ourselves. We'll talk about that more in the main discussion. But up next, we have what? Sugar Cubes, a.k.a. the news, where we put a little sugar in your cup. Grab your space partner and head to Charlotte for your chance to win. What? 2000 at CIAA. What started as an April Fool's joke sent out by the Central Intercollegiate, Intercollegiate Athletic Association, CIAA office last year, has gained such momentum online that it was only right that they had to make it happen. This year, CIAA will be hosting its first ever space tournament during the CIAA Toyota Fan Fest, taking place February 28th through the 29th at the Charlotte Convention Center. 200 teams of two will be facing off an opportunity to win $2,000. Winner takes all. That's what I'm talking about. The number of calls to the office was amazing. Families, friends, and coworkers were ready to sign up immediately, said Jackie McWilliams, CIAA commissioner. Spades is a part of the HBCU and African-American community across the country. As a former HBUC Excuse me. As a former HBCU graduate, the Game of Space was part of our recreational activities. There's not many family reunions or social gatherings without competitive games of spades. We're thrilled to bring more friendly family fun to our 75th anniversary fest. So you can register your team, download the CIAA mobile app, or visit www premium spades.com slash c-i-double-a the deadline is to register february 15th 2020 yeah. are you ready to play spades 
I need to get my spot, my partner together. What? I need to figure out who is trying to play spades and win his $2,000 with me. Who has a fresh deck? Rapper gets a job at Amazon just to post his mixtape stickers on packages. If you ever found yourself walking the streets of a busy city, riding some form of public transportation, or if you peruse the comment section on Instagram, you've probably been asked a time or two to check out my mixtape. While the ax isn't new, one up and coming rapper attempts to have his mixtapes heard by posting stickers on random Amazon boxes. It's definitely a first when it comes to independent artist promo. In a recently surfaced video, an unidentified rapper is shown taking personal promotions to another level as he uses his 9 to 5 job at Amazon to promote his mixtape seemingly titled Soul Searching. Yes, sir. Real deal promotion. We ain't done yet. We're going to tap back in a minute. He tells the camera in the first half of the video as he posts stickers on Amazon boxes that we'll be preparing to ship out. The clip then trans, <laughs> transitions yeah. excuse me, people, to the rapper putting more stickers on the boxes at a later time. F it. They might fire me on this, he says before explaining his goal of putting his stickers on thousands of Amazon boxes. They touch 60,000 packages a day, so I need to at least be uh, 20,000, he explains. Who promotions better than this? Check out the video. On iHeart.com. Um, I'm, I'm not mad at his hustle. I'm not mad at his hustle. Um, That's one way to do it. You know, he didn't, like he said, ask for permission, but... Hey, he trying to get the word out. Sometimes you got to get it Soul in Soul searching. In. People talking about it. And that's what you want nowadays. You want people talking about you, looking for you. Get hey. those links, clicks, listens. That's one way to do it. I wish him all the luck. But if your friend has a mixtape and it's fire, go ahead and promote it. Promote it, baby. Put, all you got to do is a quick little share to your Facebook story because you know everybody be looking at it. Even though they might not say nothing on it, they're going to be looking, they're going to be listening. Just to look, because we all nosy. Yes. So go support your friends. Please. So they don't have to step outside their 9 to 5. Or be at and the do mall. Do something crazy and get you know written you walking up. by. And get written up. Yes. At work. Support your people. And here we go to moving on. Man is suing his parents for giving birth to him without consent. <laughs> Raphael Samuel is planning to take his parents to court for bringing him into this world without his consent. He holds a belief called antinatalism, which is that humans are considered a destruction force to the earth. And it's wrong to reproduce, especially if the child did not agree to be born. He wants others to know that there are clearly two options when deciding to have kids. Either you do or you don't. Hence, we should ask our parents for an explanation on to why they thought giving birth to use was a good idea. Hmm. He also runs a Facebook page where he routinely posts anti-procreation messages like, isn't forcing a child into the world and forcing it to have a career, kidnapping and slavery, or your parents had you instead of a toy or a dog. You owe them nothing. 
you are their entertainment. Mm-mm-mm. No words on how potential parents would obtain consent beginning with. But hey, everybody's going to get theirs. <laughs> That's what he said. Do you think he's got a point? Or do you think he's another wacko? I'm not going to call anybody crazy because I don't believe in that kind of language. We believe in person first language. But he owns something else. Everybody has the right to their opinion. I don't mean harm. He should have been went down in the wash since he wanna okay. say that. But my opinion is since you wanna take your parents, you ungrateful self. Who you mad at? Get you a crayon and a coloring book. Sit your tail down. I'm not as upset. I mean, I understand being upset with being here. You didn't ask to be here. I know. I understand. Trust me. But, oh, like the article said, how can you get consent from the person who hasn't been born yet? Yeah. I understand, you know, that we could, as a society, have better... Uh, paths for people who are contemplating, you know, having a child bring a child into this world. Sure, if he would have took that perspective, I could get, I can get behind something like that. But the whole fact of like suing your parents because you didn't want to be here, that's a whole new level for me to uh even hey consider. I'm not saying I'm gonna do it, cause I mean, where well, I'm gonna get out of it? Really, like what? What am I gonna get after that point? I'm like this. You trying to hustle your parents to get some rich, quick money? Okay, when they say you're 18, you got two choices. You can stay in and fit in where you sit down at or hit the door jack and never come back. But if it's a loving parent, they love this child. He's just a little strange. I mean, just change your last name or something. I don't know. But I can't I can't put myself in that person's shoes. But it's that's different. That's different. Yeah, I mean, we've heard people trying to do that, but it'd be like in a joke. But you want to put it on Facebook? Come on, I'm quite sure your parents have done a lot for you, boo-boo. Hopefully. Because I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people who could resonate with this. Oh, yes. Um, You know, especially if you were abused or anything, neglected, all kinds of, you know, all kinds of things. But that's just, that's interesting. Yeah, we're going to leave that for another cup of tea. I want her to work for me. UFC hires woman who took down shoplifter. You guys may remember when we covered this episode last year. Uh, Dana White could be the coolest boss in the world after he, the head of the UFC followed through on his call and gave viral video sensation Summer Tapasa a job at the UFC. Tapasa made headlines in the U.S. after a video appeared of her taking down a would-be shoplifter when she was working at Best Buy. But after White found out Tapasa no longer worked for the company, he offered to give her a job when he posted on Instagram, I want her to work for me, and that is exactly what he did. After Conor McGregor's return to the Octagon, where he meets Donald Cerrone in the main main event of UFC 246 at T-Mobile Arena, Tapasa was spotted at the weigh-in. But in a bigger shock, she took white spot in between McGregor and Cerrone during the face-off. Fans on social media couldn't get enough of the move. 
The USC officially announced White has offered to possibly a job, but the details haven't been confirmed. Now fans are just excited to see her fight. I think it's amazing. I think it's about time. I wish her luck. Keep doing your thing. Yeah, it's going to be cool to see how her technique changes because she didn't throw ones with them. The shoplifter, but she uh, did like a cross over her chest and like pushed him. Same way you see football players do when they're practicing and, um, you know, pushing people off of them. So she got the skills. She, you know, she got muscle. I think that's awesome. And next article from BuzzFeed The truth has come out. Now, I thought this was obvious, but the messages on the circle are actually being transcribed by a real person. So, I don't know if you all have seen The Circle, but it's on Netflix. I watched it all the way through, and it's a pretty good show. If you need something to, you know, take you out of, off of social media for a second, unless you live tweet. But it says, have you ever watched The Circle? It's perfectly ridiculous reality TV competition. I love it. I live for it. Those messages sometimes include extremely specific emojis, and The Circle never Fs it up. But could it be real? Could voice dictation be that good? Y'all have tried to talk to Siri, and you know she has typed in other kind of stuff. Even when you are texting, she'll correct you. What the duck is this? But the truth <laughs> seemed obvious. There was no way. Also, people were um, seeing some very telling mistakes. And so they have different tweets from people and it says whoever is the person transcribing messages in the circle is a thousand percent heterosexual because they keep spelling Kiki as Kiki as in instead of Kiki K-I-K-I, they spell K-E-Y-K-E-Y. We all know what Kiki means. Yes. <laughs> you Kiki and over, you can shut up. You know, Kiki. <laughs> and it turns out, yeah, it was indeed a person transcribing all the messages that were being spoken out loud. In his interview with The Vulture, the creator, Tim Harcourt, finally admits that what we were all suspicious of all along. I didn't think that it was a robot. I just knew it was. And so they circled um, a quote from the article. So what we actually have is when you talk to the circle, there's a producer who's transcribing what you say. Instantly, that gets pushed to the next room. <laughs> so there's a human typing that fast. I wish I could type that fast. I wish. But it was just somebody in another room typing exactly what the person was saying. That's funny. I haven't looked at all of it, but I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, I I just wish I could... I wish I could type that fast. So that's that's how, man, I forget the title when people are transcribing in court. A sonographer. A sonographer. That's, but they have code. I Don't they have code they, on the keyboards? Shorthand. Some kind of shorthand. Shorthand code. on the codes of the keyboard. Mm-hmm. I know they have special keyboards, but imagine typing that fast. If somebody speaks and then you have to find the right emoji when somebody says, put that purple heart emoji or, you know, some sparklies. Would be don't my let, favorite. Don't let me get in there. You might get never read it. It'd be in another language. <laughs> you know how you used to make those little smiles with the asterisks and the colons? People still do that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my whole transcript. <laughs> <laughs> Just smile through it in text. Do your best, baby. 
another article. Everybody counts. Why black Americans should take the census in 2020. That's the article title. But everybody should be taking it. Million dollars in public funding are at stake. Since 1980, black populations have had below average participation in the decennial census. As a community, we must join together and break that tradition. By law, the 2020 census information you provide to the Census Bureau is confidential and cannot be used against you. The goal of the survey is to make certain everyone living in America is represented as a part of our democracy, whether native-born, an immigrant, or a refugee. When you respond to the census, you help your community secure millions of dollars for programs like Medicaid, food stamps, Head Start, school lunch programs, Section 8 housing vouchers, programs for seniors and disabled veterans, and under and unemployment benefits. We must take action in 2020 to ensure our loved ones have access to the support they need to thrive. For this reason, a group of more than 30 grassroots organizations headquartered in California have bonded together and are calling on residents to not only complete the census, but to also help spread the word about its life-changing benefits. One of them is My Black Counts, and they're on a mission. My Black Counts is a new hub of political politically conscious and community for organizers and activists working to celebrate the unique individuality of black experience in America. This upcoming year will be one of the most critical election and census survey years in decades. What happens as a result of the 2020 census will impact families for generations and beyond. There's a lot at stake for communities of color. It's time to exercise our collective power, starting with taking 10 minutes of your free time to complete the census. Millions of dollars in public funding are at stake. More than $650 million in federal funding was lost in Los Angeles County alone due to low participation during the 2010 survey. Every person living in your home on April 1st, 2020, whether permanent or temporary, should be counted in next year's survey a.k.a. this year's survey, and that includes loved ones who may be staying in an extra bedroom on the couch. Everyone living under your roof should be accounted for. This is important. So when people from the census are knocking on your door to walk you through that process, you can let them or, you know, you can just take the paper application yourself and turn it in. And, you know, just take the census when it's time or look it up. And do that, but we all have to do what we need to do for our community to get you know, access and resources we really need. Yes, we do, and you can also get jobs. Just check into your local branches. Yep, you can be a census taker and tracker. We all got to do our part. Yes, let's get counted one by one. And we just wanted to take a second um, to pay our respects to Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna. Um, Coach John Altabelli, his wife Carrie, his daughter Alyssa, Coach Christina Mauser, Sarah Chester, and her daughter Peyton, and the pilot Ara Zabayan um, from the helicopter crash that crashed on Sunday. Um, ours go out to the families and everyone who has been affected by this, um, and everyone who is experiencing. And is reminded of loss or is grieving. Our hearts go out to you all. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself and grieve through this process. Keep everybody in your prayers if you do that. And just take care of yourself and the ones you love.
I love people while they're here. Want us to promote your business in our next Sweet Deeds mention? Email us, talkingbrown.sugar at gmail.com with the subject line business feature with a few sentences about your business, product, or your service. There's room for everyone to eat. Always, you can find us online. We're on 11 different podcasting platforms. Some of them you can access via desktop, on your mobile, tablet, in your car, wherever you listen. You can find us on all those channels. We're on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Rocketcast. The list is long. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Brown Sugar, on Twitter at Talking Brown Sugar. That's Talking Brown S U G. And again, our email is talkingbrown.sugar at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up with comments, like our stuff, share our stuff, tell your friend, your auntie, cousin, everybody you know to listen. And if you have, you know, a decent idea, you like to talk, you want to talk about something that's been on your mind, your heart, you could be on our show too. Just email us at talkingbrownsugar with at gmail dot com with the subject line guest on your show, and we'll get back to you. On with more show. Wellness check. Don't fall for the chuck. That's the ground beef, and if you don't get it, you're, you're probably, probably vegan. It is time for the main discussion, y'all. So today, we just have a few more questions for you all to get to know your lovely host. I'm Raja, the daughter. I'm Angela, the mom. First question we have, which one is a better situation to be in, broke or lonely? For me, I'd rather be lonely, honey. Because <laughs> if I don't have it right, I mean, I'm... Let me just tell you, you can't do nothing if you don't have no money. Okay. But I can make my happiness. I know they be saying man can't live by bread alone. But me, personally, <laughs> I'd be lonely. I would have to say lonely because I've been broke before. I have been broke before. I have been lonely before. And let me tell you, Netflix um, going out. Shopping, not even shopping. You can go window shopping. And just knowing you can get it, but not getting it, you know, because you have other things that you're saving for. It's something. Something about a security net that warms me up at night. <laughs> and I know you don't supposed to just look at the, the dollars, the credit, or the amount a person has. But me and you both broke. What are we going to do? We're going to be fighting. That's true. That's that breaks up a lot of yeah. happy homes, financial, financial ability. Uh, it's not gonna work. But yeah, I would rather be lonely because I could just get a weighted blanket. What? I can go to sleep and be happy because I know I can go shopping in the morning. Okay, but you know that's that's what it is. How do you eat an Oreo? I just eat it. I. I'm not a fan of dipping stuff in milk, and Oreos aren't even 
if I had to choose from the cookies, Oreo is not my favorite. I'm a chocolate chip girl myself, but you know, I would just eat it like a regular, however you eat cookies that are sandwiched. Me, I would have to take the cream out the middle. I know y'all people like y'all cream in the middle, but me, I just like my cookie. So you don't eat any of the cream? I don't want any of the cream. Do you dunk your cookie? Oh, no, I don't like wet cookies. But nobody wants nothing wet either. I eat you. I eat all that people. So you just eat the cookie part? Yeah, I just eat the cookie. Or I'll crumble it up in some ice cream. That'd be good. Okay. 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 That's different. But I don't, I don't like dunking my cookies either. Because when that cookie dunk and you leave it in too long and you pull it up, you ain't got shenanigans. It'll <laughs> make you mad. Then you got to spoon that cookie out like you got cereal. And nah. That is messy. Um, if you could only keep five possessions, what would they be and why? My Bible. Because I need that to keep me going for my salvation. My credit card. So when my check drops... I know where I can go. You got to have a driver's license so they know who I am in case I get incognito. My kids' picture so I can just pray for them and wish the best. And the next thing, mm -mm -mm. keys to the car. Okay, all sensible things. Um, If I had to keep... Only five positions, I would say, my phone um, that has, you know, data and good internet access. So that's one thing. A good book. No, I take that back. I'll just say the good book. Um, that's my Bible, if y'all ain't know. Um, wow. Five positions, that's a low number. Oh, I can go on there, but I would. I I don't. I don't think I would take a family picture. Um, my onyx. My onyx yeah, would be on my onyx. <laughs> what you say like that for? You please, said what? Please take that. We had to stand in line for that. <laughs> okay. Um, that's three. Oh. Man, my eye drop solution because I know I I have I gotta get some new glasses. <laughs> that's my eye drop solution. Um and five positions. Possessable. No, I'll take. Well, I'll take my eye drop solution back because I can just buy some of that. They say possessions, right? Um, so I'll say my NC State Hello Kitty, because that means a lot to me. Yeah. Well, the NC State Hello Kitty. Um. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but that's not a position. I feel like that can be replaced. Shoot, and with my it. phone, the way my cash app is set up. I, I, and not, the way my banking on my phone is set I up. I take my phone because I'm going to find somebody else's phone to use. But you see what I'm saying? The way my banking is set up. Mm -hmm. I can just cash up them. And if I can't cash up them, 
How you or Apple it? Pay. Look, Apple Pay on my phone. But hey. Bip, boop, beep, beep. Um, what else? I'm going to just stick with four. I can't think of anything else I would take. Um, she motioned it on her face, um, brushing across her cheeks. I don't need makeup. I just like it. Thank you. I would not take you makeup. You don't need it, but you know. I just like to play in it sometimes, okay? Um, I guess like a collage picture of my niece and nephew. Oh, that's My little babies. That's what I would keep. Okay. What's the best and worst thing about getting older? Um, the best thing about getting older is legal privileges. Duh. The worst thing about getting older is um the worst thing about getting older is discovering that the people who are older than you also don't know what getting older is and what that means. So you know how everybody says everybody is adulting and learning how to be an adult and learn mm-hmm. how to be I think that is um Overrated. the hardest thing about getting older was realizing that the people I thought at their age that I am now had it together and knowing that they are older than me and still getting it together. And there are some people who have it together, but there are a lot of people who are still, you know, discovering things at their older age. That's something that I'm working on accepting, that the older you get, there's something new to learn. Always. Like, of course you're not going to know everything that's impossible, but there's still, you know, you change your your identity, who you are can change as you get older, you know, um, people can have mental health crisis, whatever, not even that extreme, but as you get older, you develop into more you, so I think the hardest part about getting older is the change, and knowing that it's always going to be something different, and how you feel, how you express who oh, yeah. you are, what you are. Who you want to be, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think that's okay. How do you? What do you think, or what would you say is the best and worst thing about getting older? The best thing about getting older, I don't care how old you get, you can't never get that senior discount. <laughs> they keep moving. They keep changing. They what the, the they, What the heck? Is this ten percent <laughs> or something free? <laughs> but anyhow. That's my only thing. That's the best thing. But the best thing is, you know, is looking back and seeing what you have achieved and what, how far you came. Mm-hmm. But the worst thing about getting old, they didn't lie. Your body will tell it on you. <laughs> you get up. Sometimes you think you up and them knees say, uh-uh, honey. But getting older can be sweet. And you got to know when to realize you're older and accept what's going on with you mentally, physically. And accept it. Don't try to um, act like you're not older. Accept it and embrace it. It's a beautiful thing. And if you see a gray hair or two, don't do like I do. I die mine, but hey, embrace <laughs> it. Are you gonna start embracing your gray this year? If it, I want. I wish I could fully crown itself like a whole front. Mine is all over the place. Why don't you just do a gray rinse? Go ahead and give it a try. That purple root with a gray rinse. Purple highlights. Well, you know I like the red highlights. 
Well, a red, I'll be a hot a red pepper, honey. With Are y'all ready for this? We'll, we'll look into that. Yeah, we will. You love somebody to touch your hair? I don't, know how you, I don't know. Uh, see, that's, we'll work on that. We'll work on we'll that. We'll get there. Is there a smell that instantly relaxes you? Um, the smell of linen, fresh linen, laundry. It's always, I don't care where I've been, it's been a good scent to just, <sighs> even if I'm out and about walking around and mm -hmm. I smell that from somebody else's house, I'm like, oh, yes, my body's just, mm, 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 mm. I like citrusy, lemony, orange, burst of, 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 of like a fresh orange. It'll just make me say, yeah. It gives me energy, but it, it relaxes me. It's like, it's going to be all right. I think that's because you like to clean. And a lot of times you used to use that citrusy scent yep. when you were cleaning. And I guess after you were cleaning and you had that smell throughout the house, you were done. Which one you like, ammonia or the citrus? I get, you know, I gave got choices. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you probably your body probably relaxed because <laughs> you associate that scent with you know a, a good clean yeah. job, well, well I done. I, I didn't like that pine saw. That pine saw, that's what everybody used to use in the seventies and eighties. But we gonna leave that alone. Mm -hmm. It's still today. Some people still use that, yeah. Yeah, that's not for me. Yeah, we never. I mean, grandma used pine saw, but we never had that in the house. No, I bought some in. Used up real quick. Yeah, I always wanted you to buy some because of the commercial. Remember the pine saw lady? I just thought she was the coolest thing. I was like, we got to get some of that. No, and I did not know how to use that chemical as a child. <laughs> I just wanted someone to have it. Uh -uh. You, you wouldn't have cared for it. But anyway, that's what relaxes me, the orange smells. I don't like flowery smells. Nah. Mm -mm. What is one thing you would change about our society? Well, I can't really say, tell it, say that man's name, but... uh, You can say it. No, I don't want to say it. It might give me hiccups. Mm, okay. Society, I wish we would just all can get together and get along. You know, we we fighting for so much injustice, and it's still... We're still overcoming. Mm -hmm. And I think we all have a dream. Mm -hmm. That's all I got to say. One thing I would change about the society, I guess I was alluded to it earlier, like I said, how if we could have a shift of how we police and create policies, of course, changing how we police and our police systems. But um, ideally, if we created different policies from a different um, set of theories or foundations if our foundations were rooted in you know something that wasn't based in intimidation and restrictions and all of that even though boundaries are good yeah you need to know fire burns sure stick to the policy if you're gonna make it. not just that but if we could not have it be so yeah. um but yeah that's what i would change What are some of the common misconceptions people have about you that aren't necessarily true? Misconceptions about me that I am shy. I'm not shy. I'm quiet. I will say that I'm quiet. I'm very observant. Um, but I'm not shy. Um, 
sure I get nervous, anxious or something, new situations, but I'm not sure. I just, sometimes I really just don't have anything to say until I want to have something to say. And, um, some people think that I'm bougie. Bougie. I wanna say I'm bougie, I got good taste. I'm not bougie. I have good taste. Um I have standards and morals and ethics and things that I have chosen to adhere to. Good. So yeah. Um I think that's pretty much it. Those are misconceptions. That whole bougie thing, like, expands to people thinking that I think that I'm better than other people or, you know, snooty too, good shoes. And I'm just human. I'm real chill. I'm myself. I'm funny. Matt, funny son. If you get to know me and if I want you to see that side of me. Because we can laugh and joke all day if I'm cool with you. But I also like to debate. And talk about things like philosophical questions, all kinds of things. But really non-judgmental. That is not my job here on this earth. I don't feel like that's what I was supposed to do. Mm-mm. But um, yeah, that's me. What about you? What do people misconceive about you that aren't necessarily true? They think I'm very cold-hearted. I'm cold-hearted if you open that door wrong. I'm going to give you, I'm like this. As is, as the signs say, I'm, I, what you see is what you get. And I always use empathy in meeting people. But I feel like if you're going to cross me up, I'm just going to let you have it and we, uh, we're done. I'm not mad. You know where I stand. I know where you stand. I like to have a good time, if you let me, show you that side of me. I give you my shirt off my back mm-hmm. if you let me. But if I feel like you're using me, we're going to see you going to have the last laugh. <coughs> that is true. Um, I feel like I do have my frankness from you because of how sometimes with things that were like confrontational, like it was just black and white. Mm-hmm. Wrong is wrong. Right is right. And... Um, even if that shifts, you have to be willing to address the changes, make the upgrades, you know, allow room for growth, Always. but recognize where truth is truth, fallouts fall out, lies lies, truth always comes to like this kind of stuff, but yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And I'm always loyal. I'm loyal to the end. You'll ride it out? I'm going to ride it out. But if you cross it up and get it effed up, you'll see a side of me that you wish you had. Mm-hmm. A great song featuring Megan Thee Stallion, Ride It Out. If you are over the age of 18, I suggest you listen to it if you need a good boost in your day. It's a great song. If you need a, a nice little fast beat song, ride or die. It's it's a little vulgar, but I love oh, what hey. Megan Stallion is doing for the girls. Yeah, yeah. Radical, not even radicalizing, just you know the yeah. whole conversation Station. about sexuality and oh, yeah. 
all that. I love it. I love it. Last question of the day. What is your life's philosophy? I try my best to do this one. Do unto others as they do unto you. Sometimes it don't work out that way. But I try to bring peace. I always try to bring peace to whatever the chaotic world is. If you come into my world, I try to give you peace. That's a good one. That's true for you. That's it. Mm-hmm. What about you? That's a tough one. Um, if I had to pick one, what is my life's philosophy? My life's philosophy is to find out who you are and to be comfortable with it. Despite whatever external things may be shifting, moving. Find out what you are, where you're good at, and do that. Be that. And have fun. I like that. I can take that from you. That's, 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 hey. That's it. Can't ask for no more. Because sometimes you can ask for no more. Some people don't even know what they're talking about. They don't even know who they are. Sometimes you have to pick them and make, did you know who you are this day? Yeah, but like, you know, I think once you know who you are, you can have fun with life. Yeah, accept it and get enroll with it because we're not perfect. You know, we're not perfect. Sometimes I look at myself, girl, you need time out. Go take a nap. <laughs> yeah, you just got to, you know, roll with it. Yeah, and then wake up, ooh, refresh, let's get it. Let's do this. Life is good. Life is good. This episode was dedicated in loving memory of Mama Hill. Her birthday was January 26th. Rest in heaven. I'm Roger the daughter. I'm Angela the mom. We We out. out.